Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! 
It's Saturday Q and A. Sure, the fuck is. I'm really excited about Apparently, it. Apparently, jeez, <laughs> you really kind of caught me off guard there. I was like, damn. That was some enthusiasm. That was some enthusiasm, yeah. Yeah. So uh, this week we were reading about Saul and some Samuel and David. Mm-hmm. David killed a motherfucking giant, and there was a bunch of spears thrown. Yeah. And tips and shafts and dick tips. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, and foreskins. Foreskins. So what is it we're talking about today? Well, you and I were really confused about the timelines, particularly yeah. of um, when Saul met David yes. and what what role Saul played. Was I right to be confused? Yes. Oh, you, I'm glad we, I... You, we were right to be confused. Okay. All right. Yes. Not, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad it wasn't just me then. No. So I'm not crazy. No. Okay. It's the Bible. It's the Bible. The Bible is wrong The Bible and bad. is wrong and bad. Okay. Just making sure here. Yep. All right, so that's what we're covering in our Q&A today. We and, are uh, indeed. Let's get on into it. Okie dokie. Okay, so David. David. Who the fuck was David? Uh, he was a nine-foot person killing motherfucker. He was not a nine-foot person. The nine-foot... Oh, a you are really person. like shut up! <laughs> I I thought you were describing David instead of the no, giant, and I no. was like, no, the giant was nine foot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I did not follow. I don't think that you said that. I think that you were best. ready to jump it before I even finished the sentence. False. No, I don't. I saw think... your eyes. No, my eyes were like, oh wait, he is saying it's stupid, and then I had to rephrase it in my head. Okay. They agree with me. Night. Okay. Mm. They, uh, they weren't mm. here. They weren't here. Well, they I didn't see what I saw. Who is the writer and better with words between the two of us? Who's never written a post except for one on their pod- podcast blog? I'm just. Oh my god! That doesn't matter <laughs> as to whether or not you were stupid just now. I'm not stupid. Oh my god! Okay, I was right. Nine foot. Fuck giant off! Killing motherfucker. Fuck off! Fuck off! Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, anyway. Anyways, um, yeah, David, and that particular, how did we meet David, um, and why did we meet him, and then, like, two chapters later, we met him again. Yeah, in, like, a whole different type of circumstance. Context, yeah. yeah. It was not the same at all. Right, exactly. So, I had to do some pretty good spelunking on this one. Because, you know, when you ask questions about the Bible, you always get the apologists first, right? And so, of course, there were apologists on this, and they were like, oh, you're reading too much into it. But and I'm really not. It doesn't matter because they both convey the same message, which is that he was a warrior and a leader of men who went from nothing to greatness. But they really don't, though. Like, one is he comes literally from nothing. The other one, he builds his way up over time and also Saul's an asshole in that one. Well, like okay. directly, like we know why he's an asshole. I'm so. gonna, I'm gonna get into more of that a little bit, but um, let's start with what the apologists are trying to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and they're they'll say all of these things, but the end of the sentence is because because, <laughs> and then they don't right. continue. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But both of the stories are independent from each other. But they both talk about how David emerged from obscurity yeah. to become a presence in the royal court of Saul. Right? We can agree with that. Sure. Right? Well, I mean, one, he went from being obscurity to king. Like, literally. But he was in the court of Saul. 
I don't I don't understand. Saul got taken fired. off of yeah he right. got fired. So how is but he in the court of Saul if he's king? Because Saul was still there. I'm that doesn't make okay. any sense to me. Let's just move on. Okay, all right, okay. sorry. Both stories began with none of us, including Saul, have any idea who David is. Mm -hmm. We have to be introduced to him both times and to his family. Right. In both stories, his father, his three eldest brothers are named, and he has four other unnamed brothers. Got it. Got it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Both of the stories describe how David comes to Saul's attention through his skill at playing the liar. Or Lear? Is it a liar? I I don't know, honestly. I think it's a liar. Okay. And through, well, a harp. How about that? Yeah, harp. His harp. Right. Yeah. And through his bravery on the battlefield. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. So both of those have that in it. Okay. And both stories have Saul being pleased with David because he soothes Saul's spirit and because he is victorious against Goliath. Except for right. until he doesn't, but No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, totally but, agree but with you. But the first story didn't have anything about Goliath or... Oh, okay, but what I'm saying is that for various reasons, in one, he sued the spirit, yeah. and in the other, he was a hero that killed Goliath, sure. right? But both times, um, Saul was pleased with David. Right, right. Okay? Okay. Um, and both conclude with explicit notice that Saul took David into his permanent service. Like, in one, he was like, you're um, going to be my harper, harpist guy and my arm be- arms bearer. Right, right, right. And in the other one, he's like, whoa, my da- my guy, you're going to be my soldiery boy now. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. So, both stories talk about David's rise to prominence in Saul's court. Yep. And so, apologists will say that the stories are identical in function and they are parallel in structure, even though they are completely out of order and nonsensical. Okay, but in a book that is fucking God's word, you take one out because one's not right, correct? I totally fucking agree with like you. Like, that, it's such bullshit. I totally agree. That anybody, anybody who says that this is God's word is fucking full of shit. I totally agree with you. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So, like I said, this answer was not good enough for me so right. I did a little more spelunking yeah. because I don't care that they both serve the same ultimate purpose right. they were wrong though Yeah. so um, there were two authors that I came across that um, I actually am quite interested in one guy is um, Joel Baden who okay. wrote several books one of which was The Historical David The Real Life of an Invented Hero hmm Okay. Yeah. Um, now, in in this book, um, one of the things that I read that quoted was quoted from this book right. is that um, oftentimes when there are two stories, at least two stories that reference the same thing, but one of them has a popular name and the other one has a name we've never heard of. Yeah. It's usually the unheard of guy <laughs> that did the actual thing. Oh. Okay. okay? So. Um, I guess when we get to Chronicles, the book of Chronicles mm-hmm. in the Bible, yeah. there's going to be another mention of this, but it'll be a, of of uh, the Goliath killing. Okay. But it'll be a different guy that does it. <laughs> and I forget his name. It starts with an E, like Eheman or some shit like that. Wow. So they attributed that thing. And I'll to... get into the why okay. in a bit. Yeah. Okay. So they think that probably the Goliath thing was done by this other like E, E whatever guy. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call him E. Got it. Um, and and that 
the story was then attributed later to David to build him up. Okay. And, and like I said, I'll get into that in a little bit. Sure. But this book here, I, I want to read the... Um, the uh what's it called summary synopsis sorry i want to read that to you again it's by joel baden and it's called the historical david the real life of an invented hero okay okay yep joel baden a leading expert on the old testament offers a controversial look at the history of king david the founder of the nation of israel whose bloodline leads to Jesus, challenging prevailing popular beliefs about his legend in the historical David. So I don't think that we were quite aware that Jesus is descended from David. No, definitely not aware of that. Which makes sense because so far they've all come from what, like Moses or whatever? I mean, they like, had to because the you know world flooded and they all died. Right, so yeah. Right. Well, you're thinking of Noah. Oh, 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 oh. Who, okay. who Moses also yeah. descended from, All right. right? sure. So they're, they're talking about David as, you know, this precursor to Jesus. Got it. Okay, so we've got to make David look great. Got it, got okay? it, yep. Baden makes clear, the author makes clear that the biblical account of David is an attempt to shape the events of his life politically and theologically. Going beyond the biblical bias, meaning apologists, he explores the events that lie behind the David story, events that are grounded in the context of the ancient Near East and continue to inform modern Israel. The historical David, the book, yeah. exposes an ambitious, ruthless, flesh-and-blood man who achieved power by any means necessary, including murder, hmm. theft, bribery, sex, deceit, and treason. Wow. As Baden, the author, makes clear, the historical David stands in opposition not only to the virtuous and heroic legends, but to our very own self-definition as David's national and religious descendants. Right. Provocative and enlightening, the historical David provides the lost truth about David and poses a challenge to us. How do we come to terms with the reality of a celebrated hero who was, in fact, similar to the ambitious power players of his day? Oh, you know what? I, I mean, that's an easy one because I don't believe in God. Right. Yeah. Right. But I'm, I'm interested in that book. Yeah. Because that sounds right up my alley. Unless he's trying to apologize for him being an ambitious, you know, like, no, I don't murdery get, person. From what I read about this guy, he's not an apologist. He's a historian. Got it. Okay? Okay. Like, historian first, religious after. Got it. Got it. Um, but to get back into David, um, I mentioned briefly that um, he is one of Jesus' descendants, right? Right. So, therefore, we need to make David look as super awesome possum as possible. So you're saying that this bit was written after the Bible, like the New Testament came out, essentially? Could be. And could thrown be. back in, maybe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. They took the story of this E-guy who killed Goliath yeah. and stuck it in there. So I guess, I mean, you, you may not have looked this up, but I, I'm, I'm curious whether or not the... Um, the David and Goliath story is in the tor- is in the original Old Testament that the Jewish people use. Um, like the Pentateuch is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Well, no, the Pentateuch um, is the first five books of the Bible. No, I know, but the Jewish version of the Pentateuch is what you're saying. Um, oh, no, 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 never mind, no. never mind. Sorry. I, I'm confused for a minute. That's sorry. Right. Nothing. Yeah, no, the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah, sorry, nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. I, I just know that um, he... Christians love this guy. Sure. So I don't know how the 
Jewish feel about him. Yeah, no, I was just curious if it changed yeah. from, like, if that changed from, like, what the Jewish people would read versus what, uh, like, is that is there a difference in those Bibles? Right. So that's all. Yeah, those, that, that'll be interesting. Whatever. That'll be interesting to uh, keep in mind as we read that eventually. Right, right. There was a question about whether those two versions were in the wrong order, the how Saul met David. Yeah. But even if you reverse the stories and put them in a different order, there's no way to make them reconcile with each other. Gotcha. So it is very obviously two separate stories. Right. Now, apologists will say, no, when Chronicles, when it says that E, whatever, killed Goliath, that he was actually killing Goliath's brother. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Total apologist, yeah, right? Like, sure. what can we say? What can we make <laughs> up? Anything to make this be true. Right, right. Yeah. There is another book called How to Read the Jewish Bible by Mark G. Brettler. Okay. And... I want to read this synopsis as well, because just the synopses alone of these two books really, I think, answers our question and gives context to what we're asking. Okay. You know, they, they describe David and who we're asking about. Sure. So in his new book, Master Bible Scholar and Teacher Mark Brettler argues that today's contemporary readers can only understand the ancient Hebrew scripture by knowing more about the culture that produced it. And so Brettler unpacks the literary conventions, ideological assumptions, and historical conditions that inform the biblical context and demonstrates how modern critics, modern critical scholarship and archaeological discoveries shed light on this fascinating and complex literature. Brettler surveys representative biblical texts from different g- genres to illustrate how modern can read these texts. Modern, modern people. What? Modern people, it should say. Sorry. He guides us in reading the Bible as it were was read in the biblical period, independent of later religious norms and interpretive traditions. Understanding the Bible this way lets us appreciate it as an interesting text that speaks in multiple voices on profound issues. Although the emphasis of how to read the Jewish Bible is on showing contemporary Jews as well as Christian the Christians, uh, how they can relate to the Bible in a more meaningful way. Readers at any level of religious faith can benefit greatly from this comprehensive but remarkably clear guide to interpreting the Jewish Bible. So the reason that I read that is that there is another thing that that was uh, a quote that was taken from that particular book. Okay. And in that book, he's the one that put forth the idea that apologists will suggest that Goliath killed by E was actually the Goliath that we know's brother. Got okay? it. So, yeah. And he's not saying that's what happened. He's saying, you know, some people think this. Right. Okay. He is also the one that put forth the uh, idea that if two people are mentioned, one famous, one not, Yeah, that the story most likely should be attributed to the less famous of the two. Gotcha. He had some really interesting things to say about who the fuck David is. And what I would recommend if you want to know more about this particular thing right, is to hit up Reddit because there, <laughs> seriously, there is like an entire rabbit hole just on this section alone, these um, like four 
verses yeah. in the chapter, or these four chapters right, right. in the book of First Samuel. Yeah, I don't doubt it because I was very confused through these chapters. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So the most likely, to answer your question in the short, the most likely answer is that there were indeed two different stories. They changed the name of one of them from the E guy to David and then right. tried to interweave them and did a really, piss really poor piss poor job. Yeah. And the, the reason that they did that was because they're trying to make... David look awesome. But there's another little historical thing as well. Okay. Um, remember when I told you about how um, the kingdom like split in to two? Yes. And how there were like kings in one and then kings in the other. Right. And... That's why they mentioned Judah separately. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, David, when he was made king... He was king in, I forget which area, I think it was the the Bethlehem one, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he was made king separately from where Saul was. So this was also a political move to make Saul look as horrible as possible hmm. to excuse why David took the kingship. Not was given the kingship, but took the kingship to excuse his behavior as... Jesus's descendant. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I think so. I think David was a bad guy. Right. But the Bible's trying to make him look super pretty because we need to love him because Jesus came from him and anybody Jesus came from has to be pretty. Got it. Got it. Okay. So. Sure. It was not just. But I thought I thought Jesus came strictly from God, like you know, basically. But um, Mary or Joseph, I don't know which one well, it was can't be descendant. Joseph. Right. Mary. Right. So Mary then was directly descended from these people. Okay. All so, right. you know, she's the one that carried Je- the Jesus child. I guess. I guess. So, yeah, there's that whole question as well. Who gives a fuck who um, Jesus is descended from if he's God, right? Right, right. Right? It doesn't matter. He just used some genes and was like, there it is. It's there good. it is. But there can't be any bad genes in God. So, like, right. But they don't know anything about genes in the Bible. So yeah. why don't they just think that God just implanted the perfect human in there? Right, exactly. So. Because he would only be implanted in a perfect vessel. Uh-huh. And so that perfect vessel had to be descended from, you know, directly from these perfect sources. You know what? What? It sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, that was, uh, is that pretty much all we got on yeah, David's story? Yeah, that was story? pretty much it. And apologies for having hidden up um, future books that we haven't read yet, including the New Testament. It no, seems it was that the relevant. M- it so. seems that the more we read, though, the more that the, we have to drag the Jesus story is getting involved. Well, from it's that's, really annoying. We've actually had somebody, you know, tell us they don't want us to talk about that because the Old Testament stands alone. Without Jesus, like there, but it should, but it doesn't because the because people were, went back and rewrote it. Yeah, or rewrote it. Sorry. Yeah, the stories that were changed or inserted were done because of Jesus' apologists. Right. Right. So we can't help but mention these things. Right. Like my bad, I didn't mean to have politics and. Well, I think it would be really interesting to read it without the edits from Jesus apologists. Yeah, you know that would I mean? be like, and badass. Then, and then go from there to read the New Testament because mm-hmm. then it would be a very glaring difference between what Old Testament versus New Testament is, and mm-hmm. those apologies wouldn't be there. So it would be very 
But then what you're basically... Stark differences. But what you're basically talking about then is not the Old Testament Bible. You're talking about a collection of Greek and Roman stories from way back. Sure. And and that's different. I got you. I got you. <laughs> hint, hint, spoiler alert, it's not different. Right, right. <laughs> I just, there's, there's so much wrong with all of this. Oh, so yeah, definitely. Just, that, that's all. Definitely. That's yeah, it's, well, that's why I wanted people to... People that didn't know how to write trying to mesh all kinds of shit together and just throw it mm-hmm. all in one book and call it done. Well, okay, but to be fair, um, you know, in, in their defense, mm-hmm. they had no idea that this was going to be around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. They were probably just trying to, you know, pass it to their current followers. Sure, but doesn't somebody in like the, you know, 14 or 1500s be like, you know, maybe it's time we, uh... Sure. People are starting to read more. We got that that, that printing press thing just got invented or whatever. Right. Maybe we should uh, edit this. Maybe we should make this concise. Yeah. But at that time, too, they weren't um, eager teaching people to read. So I don't think it ever occurred to them, we're going to need to clean this shit up. Right. Until it was too late. And now you cannot touch it. Well, yeah, because it's all matter of permanent record at this point. We yeah. can all look anything up on the online. Mm-hmm. So you you change it, and we're all gonna be like, "No, you changed it." Right. So that's not what it said. Right. Han did not shoot first. No, he sure did. Or no, what? I mean no. Han did shoot. Han first. did shoot first. Yeah, Han did, sorry, yeah, sorry, I, I hate, had it backwards. No, I know, and I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah. No, Han absolutely shot first because that is. Um, important in his entire character arc. Yeah, you can't change shit and then, you know, expect people not to notice nowadays. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that was it for our Q&A, I believe. Yeah. And tomorrow we will be doing our... Uh, Weekly replay, and then we will be back on Monday for um, 1 Samuel chapter 21, I believe. All right. Sounds good. We'll see you guys then. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.